Yes, it is. Back after a week off. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) There's scheduling issues. Look, to be fair, I thought I was having a child. (laughs) False alarm. (laughs) False alarm. Just like it was a false alarm thinking that Geelong was not going to make the finals. That looks like it's going to be the case for sure. Um... Plenty coming up. We've got Jordan Tunbridge. He's got plenty of change room chat. He's heard a few things today, and it's been a bit interesting. We've got Who Would You Rather? Buddy is on fire. We're going to compare him to another great of the AFL, uh, VFL era. And also, for a fact, I hope James has got something for this week. He usually forgets, and it's at this time he goes, oh, shit, and writes something down. <laughs> I'm all sorted this time, mate. <laughs> We're ready to go. Um, our beer of the week this week, I like it already, Hawker's Pale Owl. Not after the Hawks. Oh, I don't know, mate. But welcome to Thornbury on the weekend, and we had our Welker's, Welker's Pale Owl. Wow, good start. Hawker's on. Pale Owl. Had a few too many, did you, buddy? Yes, I did. <laughs> um, and it went down very nicely. Fruity beer yep. coming into summertime, yep. just really... Goes well for you. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Fruity. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. there's anything wrong with that. No, no, it's just nice taste. Something a bit different. I have been seeing it around a lot more, um, and I've tried it, and it is outstanding. Yeah, they're trying to get their uh, the brand out there, so they're doing a good job. I tell you what, now you'll probably go, oh, they're not going to be there. Just say hypothetically, Hawthorne make the grand final, the AFL grand final. Only drinking Hawker's Pale Ale. No, oh, as in I'll buy it for the house. Well, you're not going to be there. No, but no, you can't. No, that's not a footy beer. But Hawkers, Hawthorne Hawks, do I have to explain this to you? No. Oh, righto. <laughs> uh, that's our beer of the week this week. Uh, grab one like we are, or just grab any beer you got around you. Um, drink responsibly, enjoy. Before I get to uh, some Facebook messages, we are on all forms of social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're the Front Foot Podcast. Um, we did put out, well, James did put out a vote. We needed to jump on the bandwagon of an EPL team. We picked the wrong one. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> we got on, so we put it out there, Huddersfield, won the vote in a landslide. I think it was like 70 to 30%. But now we must reiterate that it wasn't any team up for grabs. No, that's right. We picked a couple of teams with Australian players um, and Huddersfield obviously have uh, Aaron Moy and Brighton, Brighton, Hove and Albion yeah. have... Uh, Matty Ryan. Uh, unfortunately, Huddersfield have not started their season well. They lost 6-1 on the weekend. <laughs> and the week before that, they lost 3-0. In fairness, though, they've played Man City and Chelsea. So it's two pretty good teams. So we've got the Carlton of the EPL. Pretty much. And <laughs> and uh, Brighton beat Man United over the weekend. So that's kind of <sighs> where we're at with that one. But... You know, there's plenty of time. Plenty, yeah, of, time, plenty of time, so we'll it's be It's just okay. started, two weeks down in the season, yeah. uh, unlike the AFL, which has only got one round left. Naturally, I'm on the Hawks bandwagon, but I reckon my backup team is uh, your mob. Carlton. No, no <laughs> you idiot. Actually, no, do not jump on this bandwagon, because we know they'll lose week one of the finals. No, well, I'm not on the bandwagon. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, okay. They're going. To, they've made finals for the first time in twelve years. Melbourne Demons. We just put and it D out supporters there. are very excited, which is great. It's good to have them back in finals as well. And I know your second team for the finals will be Hawthorne. Uh, speaking of Hawthorne, a Hawthorne mm, supporter. No. Edward has gotten in touch with us saying, "Love the new segment, boys. Jenga, great initiative. 
Very clever, brilliant. I love the way you think. Cheers, Ed. The Front Foot with Richard Stansbury and James Green. Hawkers Pale Owl, Beer of the Week this week. Get on it. Get on social media. Get in touch with us. Search The Front Foot Podcast. Buy, swap or sell. Where are you putting your money this week? Mate, uh, they were talking about it a little bit uh, over the weekend after the D's got up that potentially there could be four finals at the MCG in the first week. Now explain to me how this can happen. Well, Richmond are obviously on top. Yep. West Coast are currently in second, but they have to fly to Brisbane. And if they lose, and I think if Collingwood win by enough, they'll jump them on percentage to go to second. Yeah. Mind you, Collingwood do have to go over and play Frio and Perth. Uh, D's beat... GW, uh, or, West Coast. No, 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 it's not about it's not about Melbourne. No, Sydney, no. Sydney would have to beat Sydney Hawthorne. beat Hawthorne. So which means Hawthorne finished fifth or sixth, and Melbourne finishes fifth or sixth. Fifth or sixth. Yeah, but they have to beat GWS as well. Yeah, on Sunday. So then we could literally have. Oh, and then they'll basically have to go Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon at the G if this was to happen. No, they'd play one at Eddie had. Nah, no way. What they team? Will. What team? Are you? <laughs> yeah. There's no, uh, there's no <laughs> way. Richmond, Collingwood, no or Hawthorne, way. or Melbourne's there's, first in forever. There's, yeah, <laughs> there's literally, there is no way they can do it. They have to do it over four, four nights. You're right. There would be riots in the street. How good would it be though? If you had the G four days in a row, people, people just like create a group. Just camp. And they'd be like, we'll see you here tomorrow. Okay, yeah. we'll see you here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am putting my money on a bloke that uh, oh, would be a favourite in any competition, any sport. JT, Jonathan Thurston. Legend. The amount of send-offs he is uh, <laughs> getting is unbelievable. From opposition teams, when he plays at their home grounds, he's getting special guard of honours. You know you've done something pretty special in, in your sport when the opposition supporters... And team, and they just stand up and give you a standing ovation. Make it all about you. Plus, I saw something that um, online fans can send a message and um, uh, send all their best to him and share memories. He is a legend. Oh. Deserving deserving of that accolade or, I guess, send-off as well. Yep. Johnny Farnham style, but future, future <laughs> immortal. And he's, been, and he's such a ripping bloke from all accounts as well. He seems like that when you see him on TV. He's yep. just very happy. Mate, he's got yeah. a great smile too. It's beautiful. You're right. Yeah. I wasn't wrong with the fruity, was I? <laughs> Who are you swapping? Uh, before it's you, I reckon I threaten you with that every week as well. <laughs> I'm swapping Geelong for Yarra Glen. Okay. Geelong kicked 23 consecutive goals against Frio. Yep. Frio, who kicked only five points after quarter time. Yeah, real strife. That's nothing. That's nothing. It might be an AFL record. It's not a record record. I have no idea what you're going to say here. Yeah. Yarra Glen. 54-29-353 to Thornton-Eildon, one straight six. Oh, can you imagine playing in that game? 21 goal kickers. Oh, my God. <laughs> they just line them up over there, like 10 they, people in the opposition? Or? They, they would have. No, there was, it was a proper, you know, team on team. Um, <laughs> proper team on team. The highest goal kicker kicked 12. And that was for Yarra Glen, surprisingly not for Thornton Hilden, who only kicked the one goal. But they clearly <laughs> shared the love, tried to get it round to uh, all 22, fell one short. But I tell you what, bring Yarra Glen in, they'd be in the top four in the AFL, imagine, unlike Geelong. Imagine if you were the, the one bloke who missed out. Oh, You'd yeah. have to shout the rest of the boys in You'd the change room filthy, afterwards. You'd be wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, who are you swapping? Mate, uh, on the weekend, uh, we saw Winks 
run through for her 26th victory. Tell you what, she's pretty quick. You've got to keep your eyes on her because winks and she's gone. That's so bad. Like blink and she's gone? Like yeah, wink I, I understand. I understand. I'm just not laughing. I can see you laughing on the inside. <laughs> uh, I'm swapping winks for black caviar. A little bit late, don't you? No, nah, a little bit. No, nah, just in terms of pedigree or... She took over black caviar ages ago. No. Black no, caviar won like... 25 in a row. No, I know. But she like, she overtook... I, I don't know. But I don't know. Has the nation... You know, the nation gets behind a horse and black yeah. caviar was always the darling. But now I think people have just real Because it happens so quickly. Yeah. Like black caviar came, came out of nowhere. We hadn't really seen anything like it for, for a long time. And now Winx has happened so quickly afterwards, I feel like now people have just like, wow. I feel sorry for Black Caviar. Me too, but gone and forgotten, Winx, we've swapped you back in. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> I like how the you know we've got the race that stops the nation, Melbourne Cup. She stops the nation every time yeah, she, she races. Yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah. stops and watches it or yeah. comments on it. Even um, uh, football stations stop their commentary <laughs> or pre-game just to take it off um, Sky Racing. That, that's when you know that you've made it as a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you look a bit drab today, mate. You don't look as sharp as usual. Oh, thanks. You, you need some money. What are you going to sell to get some? I am selling on the poor sportsmanship from Dane Zorka. Oh, why? If you're talking about what I think it is, get ready for it. So he was berating... Uh, Took Miller after yeah, they after hate the game. Each other, yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, but I'm just of the belief that during the game you go toe to toe, and then after the game, and he got slammed for it earlier in the year for not shaking his hand because Miller beat him one on one, and then Miller beat him again on the weekend, and unfortunately for the Lions, they lost. Uh, they won, sorry, uh, and and then Zorko proceeded to sarcastically go back three or four times to shake his hand to make a point. Um, about Took Miller and like just basically throw it in his face. Mate, just take the win and bugger off. If you don't like the bloke, you don't have to be best mates, but don't be a dickhead about it either. Like, Look, that's fair. Come on. I, I wasn't aware of that being in depth. I did chuckle at when Took Miller came up to his face during play and he kind of waved his hand in front of his face, you know, like, oh, bad breath. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I found that amusing. I thought that's what you were going to have a go at him about. I just thought, no, nah, that's good. That's good. No, no, I, like I don't that. mind that. I'm saying after this, during, the, as I said, during the game, it is, you know, you've got to put everything that you can into winning and doing the best for your team. But after the game, particularly as captain, I mean, poor leadership. Speaking of poor, I'm selling the Wallabies, oh. the um, National Rugby Union side. Are they even irrelevant? Are they irrelevant? team anymore, the Wallabies? Well, the Do we Bledis, care? The Bledisloe Cup is currently on, um, and in the first game in Sydney, Wallabies lost 38-10. That's to the All Blacks. We head off to Eden Park in New Zealand, where we haven't won since 1986. Ugh. I feel like our rugby side, has all, the Wallabies, has always been a badge of honour. Yeah. Like, I know you and I, as an example... We don't follow the Union religiously, but when the Wallabies pay, play, especially against New Zealand, we'll check it out and up at four o'clock in the morning just to watch the last World Cup final. Yep. And you always know they're going to give something. Don't know where that's gone. No. Take a leaf out of the Wallaroos. That's the, the women's team who also played the Black Ferns. They lost 31-11. That's okay because they're amateurs. They're not even getting paid, except the Black Ferns are. So it was professional versus amateur. Oh, right. And, and, wow. and the women turned it on a lot better. At least they've got some bloody fighting spirit. The Front Foot with Richard Stansbury and James Green.
Absolute whack. You won't be calling Wallaby games any Wallabies games anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, beer of the week, Hawkers, Pale Ale. Um, our Wallaroos can have a few of them because job well done. Hopefully they can play a bit better in the next one too. Uh, beer of the week, Hawkers, Pale Ale. Grab one, do yourself a favour. James, I'm going to keep fired up now because I'm going to go toe-to-toe with you on who would you rather at centre-half forward Lance, Buddy Franklin, or Wayne, the King Carey. Buddy is in some outstanding form, hence the debate. And although these things always come up in, in sport and commentary, comparing people, probably the two greatest centre-half forwards we've seen. Now, I gave you the handicap of choosing who would you like. Yep. And you've gone with? Buddy. Okay. What do you so got? here we go. So I just think obviously it's a, the toughest position on the in, in in the sport. Maybe would we say that centre half forward? It's pretty tough. Centre half back maybe. But anyway, I'm just going to go through a few stats here, buddy. BNF in 2008. You know what happened that year. Mm-hmm. Also kicked 102 goals. Obviously it was a Coleman medalist that 113 year. 113, well. including finals. Oh, there you go. He is a ten-time goal kicking. Uh, champion at his respective club, so Sydney and Hawthorne. Seven All-Australians in 2012. He had that famous 13-goal game. Now, as I said before, toughest position on the field, and he's already played 289 games, which is, I think, already 30 more than than Duck. And he's still got four years to go, mate. Like, he is still going to be running around in three or four years' time. Averages three and a half goals a game. And I just reckon it's also tougher to play AFL now in these days as a forward than it was back then. Like, he duck had all the room in the world, and now Buddy's just raking him from 65 out on the run. And he's probably a better bloke as well. Oh, you gone personal. <laughs> um, sorry, I was, just, I was just going off with the fairies there, because how many All-Australians do you say Buddy's had? Uh, I've got seven. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> How many Australian captaincies has he got? I would say zero. Here is why Wayne Carey is, (laughs) was, and always will be the king. Wayne Carey, 272 games, 1,830 marks. That is a lot. And the fashion that he took them, unbelievable. 727 goals, consistently kicked them. And was accurate. None of this 111 rubbish. Two-time premiership, not only just player... Two-time premiership captain, mate. But he's like almost up to a thousand goals. Sorry, um, did I interrupt you? Yes. Wait, I did not. <laughs> Coward. How about this? Seven-time All-Australian, two-time, two-time Lee Matthews Trophy winner. But he doesn't even have one. That's the AFLPA's MVP. Four-time North Melbourne best and fairest. Five-time leading goal kicker at North Melbourne. North Melbourne captain at the age of twenty-one. From 2003 to 2001. Hall of Fame member, Team of the Century member of North Melbourne. Uh, I'll give Buddy time. He's still playing. Yawn. <laughs> and plus, Buddy's got it easy. What uh, do you mean he's got it easy? Other than Matthew Scarlett, the ilk of uh, full backs have no, or defender have not been like it was of yesteryear. You still hear the conversation about Kerry and Djakovic as being just one of the greatest bouts you will see. Every time they rock up together, you knew it was just going to be on. Almost like modern day 
closest thing would be uh, Hawthorne and Geelong. You know, every time you, you see one of those games, it's going to be on for young and old. That was Kerry. He would drag his side across the line. It didn't have to be flashy. It, he's a footballer. That's what he is. And you know what he could do as well? So is Buddy. Kick on both sides <laughs> of his feet. One of his goals on his left foot, goal of the year. Mind you, his left foot is not his preferred foot. That is why Wayne Carey is the greatest centre-half forward of all time. The king. I disagree. Strongly. How? Well, I told you, mate. I like, went through all this you stuff. Just Plus, he's an, enter- of st- but he's an entertainer. Like, what? He I'm literally... sorry, and Carey wasn't? No. Not the way Buddy is. How? Nah. He dragged, and talking about winning games by himself, Buddy's done that plenty of times and in big finals. No, 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 no. See, what Wayne Carey did, he would drag his side along. So what that was, he would bring other players into it. Yeah. Buddy's just all about him. Oh, so who cares if he's kicking 13 goals a game and winning me the, winning okay. me the game? Okay. I'm pretty happy he, with that. He kicked one 13-goal <laughs> match. Even if he didn't kick those 13, Hawthorne still would have won. Well, you don't know that. I do, because they won by 125 points. So... That doesn't really matter. Well, it does, because take him out of the side doesn't matter. Take him out of the side, and okay, we'll win another two premierships in a row. Nah, I'm taking Buddy, mate. Nah. Selfish individual (laughs) in a team sport. This is the front foot. Now that we've relaxed a little bit, James, and had a sip of Hawker's Pale Ale, our beer of the week this week... (laughs) Let's put it to the the judge and the jury. Jordan Tunbridge, good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Good night. Hello to all. Um, Just before we get into some change room chat, James and I have just gone toe-to-toe. So I put the question to you. Buddy or Wayne Carey? Oh, million-dollar question. I'm going to say Buddy. And he's about to kick a 1,000 goals in an era where... It's not built for Fords like it was with Kerry. And Kerry didn't even kick 700. doesn't really matter. Jordan's not here for his opinion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. No, look, to be honest, I've just seen a lot more of Buddy. I was yeah, a very young true. fella and so are you guys. When yeah. Wayne Kerry was in his prime, and we've only got really YouTube to look at. True. So. Yeah, that's just a shame that you're both wrong. But that's okay. Uh, change room chat. Uh, what have you heard? Well, fresh details have emerged from the bottle throwing incident during the Carlton and Western Bulldogs game. For those who missed it, and I'm sure many football fans did, considering the lack of hype over these two teams at the moment, both missing finals. Here is what happened. Commentary courtesy of Fox Footy. So Thomas has the free kick. It's always a second bloke to get caught at. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's right. Exactly. The retaliator. So someone's, someone's, someone's a, just chucked Someone's trying a Powerade bottle at Daisy. Really? Oh, stupid. Yeah, see... And the security's and, on board. Yep. Yeah, he's got him. <laughs> yep. Can we can we just quickly confirm? I know James is a very fed up Carlton supporter, mate. Wasn't you, was it? No, I wasn't. Right. At the, I wasn't <laughs> at Eddie Hat on Sunday. Can confirm it yeah. was not me. Right. Okay. Just checking. Oh, you stole my question there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Dale Thomas is on the wing, about to take a kick with the man on the mark. Drink bottle hurled at him. Not on. Uh, look, no. everyone has condemned this bloke in the crowd. The commentators calling for life bans, social media lit up. Uh, but there's another side to this story that has popped up and it really needs to be considered. A witness in the crowd has come forward, giving us an interesting insight to the situation. Literally right, happened right next to us, but um, the bloke who did it was uh, actually had special needs um, or mentally disabled and did his carer. 
which from our point of view and everyone around us pretty much agreed, it was just a moment where uh, he was essentially so hyped up because of the state of the game and, and what was happening around him that uh, as I saw him throw the bottle, he wasn't even looking anywhere. He was just, uh, he was just throwing it. So uh, it wasn't actually just like a irate Yobbo fan who was drunk and meaning to hit anyone. Yeah, it was just yeah, a bloke who obviously didn't understand the gravity of what he did. So one of the bonuses of working at a radio station, namely Macquarie Sports, there's always someone out there who's seen or heard something that can add a different perspective. So I know it's wrong to hurl a bottle in any case at a sporting match or any sort of object, a projectile. But right and wrong is not as black and white when you're talking about somebody um, who's... Uh, living a life such as they are, I guess, with special needs. That's correct. Now, what happens from here, though, when mental health is brought into it? Because the the commentary is still pretty loud. People want mm. to send a message in this day and age as well that you can't go ahead and do this sort of thing. Surely there's got to be... There has to be... I still stand by there has to be a punishment. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but then probably a bit of understanding about where... Correct. Not as harsh as a lifetime ban. Yeah, if it was an absolute drunk, drunken stanza out, you know, thrown at it, Daisy because he's upset about something. <laughs> I'd be calling for a life ban, but yeah, uh, yeah, it is. It's a tough one. Keeping on the theme of projectiles, there was a soccer game over the weekend: Maribor versus the Rangers, Slovenian team versus a, a Scottish Premier League team. Now, this was a Europa League qualifier. There was, in fact, some crazy scenes in the stands. Maribor fans have been charged by the UEFA. About five of the or the, the club has been charged over fireworks being set off in the stadium. Um, they actually had to stop the game at one point when the keeper was being pelted with a whole lot of objects. And this is... And I mean, just take a listen, though. Like They were not too happy at all, the Rangers. We heard from Liverpool legend and the Rangers coach, Steven Gerrard, shortly after the game. They are devastated. They, they had confidence, they had ego coming into this game. They've had no respect for us. But my players have proved over two legs that... We're better than Manabo. I, I just don't understand the mentality with a lot of these um, APL fans and soccer in general, really. You see it in Melbourne at uh, A-League games with the, the flares and whatnot. Sometimes it I is. I just don't get the aggressive. It's am, yeah, it's amazing the passion that can come from people. So, yeah, can we just go from a Powerade bottle to fireworks? <laughs> no, I know. But, like, and that's probably the concern for the AFL as well. They think that, um, you know... Stuff, stuff that could like that could eventually turn out to be, you know, why if we didn't do, clamp down on a yeah. Powerade bottle, True. and is that what we're looking at down the line? I don't know, but tough one again. Actually, no, that one's straight. Yeah, straight no, that forward. one's straight. Forward. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you heard, buddy? Next one: the Melbourne Demons finals for the first time since 2006. Twelve long years it's been. It's a grand old flag, it's a high-flying flag, it's the emblem for me and for you. Sorry, lads, just had to play that. It's been a long time. My voice hadn't broken the last time the Demons played in the finals. So, How happy are you? Do you know what to do? Mate, I'm super happy. The only thing I know what to do is to play that song and repeat, really. But uh, one... Oh, cut it out. Good on you. Jesus Christ, yeah. So one thing I've decided to do is look into a player who really caught my eye during this game, Oscar McDonald. He's a 22-year-old key defender, becoming a key member of this Demons backline, especially with Jake Lever going out through injury. Now, he's out of contract 
at the end of this season. And, you, you know, we've got one home and away round to go. What's his situation now? I'm told by sources close to the player, a new deal is imminent that he wants to stay. The club is happy with him. He's happy with the club and that both parties are in the process of working out a deal. Expect an announcement in the very near future. Would be surprised if there isn't something on this before the Demons 2018 campaign is over. Awesome. Who's better, just quickly, Tom or Oscar McDonald? Well, they're very different players these days since Tom went Mm. moved into the forward line, but you'd have to say Tom McDonald. He, of course, signed on earlier this year. He's the leading man for the Demons heading into this finals campaign up forward with Jesse Hogan going down. So I still think that Oscar McDonald, he's been much maligned, actually, as most developing key tools have been or are at the start of their careers. Yeah, but unfair. I'm, unfair on the poor kid. It I think, is. Uh, it'll be good if he can sign on and play with his brother for a few more years. That'd be, uh, you know, as they're going into a pretty successful period, I reckon. Now, so. you can be a bit of a pest just lingering, loitering around some change rooms. What's this <laughs> last one you've heard? It's really got my intention. Last one here. A tasty little rumour that's been floating around. Tasty. I'm hearing oh. <laughs> a retired AFL player might have won a significant share of a recent Tats Lotto. Oh. Now, are we talking the cool. recent $100 million Tats Lotto where two winners won $50 million each? Is that the one you're talking about? I'm not going to delve into the details. Oh, there we go. I'm also not going to name this player. I don't think it's fair on him. It is well and truly a rumour, but enough of a rumour to really discuss it. And uh, it's, it's been floating around Interesting. enough well, from you, different people. You're not going to say, if you give us a couple of hints, can we guess? Okay. Premiership player, uh, past 10 years, oh. has played for multiple clubs. Oh, oh I reckon... One guess oh. each. <laughs> I reckon. Oh, so you're looking at so multiple players, multiple clubs. Ten years. So it'll be uh, Hawthorne, Geelong, Collingwood, Sydney. Sydney, Doggies, and Richmond. God, I hope it's not Dane Swan. No, he didn't play multiple clubs. That's the first very blo- true. The first bloke. <laughs> the first bloke that comes to mind is Brian Lake. I reckon we would have heard if Brian Lake. Yeah, I reckon he's, he's had a tough time lately. That would be good if and he won. And he's been that. on Survivor too. I'm just trying to think of anything. interesting. Oh, there's there's too many Hawthorne players at one flags and were dual clubmen. Mm, of course, and Geelong had a couple in the past. Oh, as well. is that a, is that a uh... oh, maybe fine. someone from Sydney? Yeah, oh, buddy, anyway. buddy's just got more money. Anyway, <laughs> juicy rumour. We anyway. don't know if it's true, but uh, we'll see what happens. Did you have a guess, James? Sorry, mine was Brian Lake. Um, the only other one that I can think of, I, I don't know. Actually, I was I was thinking Jeremy Ladler, but he's certainly not a premiership player. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is what it's like working with a moron. <laughs> this is The Front Foot with Richard Stansbury and James Green. I'm still trying to think of a player. <laughs> Bad luck. You've lost your opportunity, buddy. It's time for me and Jordan to think. Um, our beer of the week, BT Dubs. James Frawley. Hawker's Pale Ale. Um, yes, that is uh, James's pick because he's jumping on the Hawthorne bandwagon this September. No. He wants to see another Hawthorne flag. No, it is time for Furphy or Fact. James, what have you got for us? All right, in honour of Mitch Johnson officially declaring that he's never going to play cricket again, even though he has been. That's till... sad. I oh, know, it's sad. It's very sad. But Mitch Johnson, for your fact, I should start this with. I'm getting better at this. <laughs> Can I repeat the statement before, Jordan? Mitch Johnson. Working with a moron. 
Mitch Johnson is fourth on the list of num- and on the list of number of Test wickets for Australian fast bowlers with three hundred and thirteen. M- Test McGrath, wickets. Lily. He's certainly up there. Yeah. Do you know? I don't. I don't know specifically where he sits in this tally, but I definitely know he's up there. McGrath, 563. So, so you've got correct. McGrath, you've got Lily. Who else would be there? Um, Brett, Brett Lee? Yeah, he's, he's the other name who pops up there. See, I don't reckon he did because I know Johnson, he was off for a little bit. And he didn't have the longest spell no. really in his prime, did he? But he did take who, a lot Brett? of wickets. Or Mitch. I'm calling Mitch. Furphy. I'm calling Furphy. You? I'm going to say it's a Furphy as well. I reckon we've got him. James is filthy. <laughs> what is it? It is a Furphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went the old uh, double reverse Malachi. Uh, he is third on the list um, with 313. Brett Lee is in fourth, just behind him on 310. Oh, very there good. So I thought I had a feeling that you'd go for Lee, uh, but uh, obviously thought about that a little bit too much. Yeah, but, you uh, did. It, you know, uh, credit where it's due, Mitch Johnson was a unbelievable broken good a sweat bowler. you've been thinking that much. I know. Is he returning for the Scorchers? No, I think no, that's, just, I think that's just, what he said. He's, he's done. Oh, he's done today. <laughs> it's good that Jordan's paying attention. Yeah. Two morons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before things get any worse here. Um, uh, <laughs> beer of the week, Hawkers Pale Ale. Jordan, thank you very much. Three breaking news stories. You've done your job this week. You'll get a beer <laughs> on his us, keep. maybe. <laughs> Unlike you, James, uh, we are on social media, Front Foot Podcast, The Front Foot Pod, Twitter, Facebook and Insta. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>